0: It's over. It no, no, no. Get no, it done. No, no. And on the other, spin the reverse, the slam by Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. It is great to be with you. I am Gary, your host here today as we talk about. Basketball cards, investing, collecting, whatever it is that you're doing. I hope you're following the NBA right now because there are, it just seems like there's never a dull moment or a boring day going on. Um, and I I don't know, some of you, our listeners from all parts around the world are basketball collectors, basketball fans, people that some of you have sent me messages saying, hey, you just started getting into this thing and you're kind of at the beginner level we're part of the Basketball Forever podcast network. Some of our episodes are about basketball cards 101, some of the basics, some of the essentials that you would need to know. So I would just say whether you're listening on, you know, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google, whatever it is, scroll back through those past episodes cuz you will get some nuggets of wisdom, some pearls of truth, some ideas, and hopefully some encouragement. You guys, there's a lot of negative voices in the hobby. And I don't don't know if it's because some people have uh, put too much money into it or lost too much money in the last year or two, or they're not, you know, um, I I don't know. It just, I've listened to a bunch of other podcasts lately. And in fact, again, as a, a host of a, we talk about sports cards, we talk about investing, right? And this, for me, it's a hobby that's a lot of fun that as an NBA fan and as a, as a guy who collected sports cards since I was like, what, six years old, I remember, uh, you know, being a kid on vacation with my parents. And I was like, I don't know if I was three, four years old or whatever. I was afraid to dive into the pool. I was afraid to go down the big kid slide. And my dad said, Gary, I'll buy you a pack of baseball cards if you go down the big slide and I'll even catch you at the bottom. So I'm like, Really, Dad? You buy me card? Yeah, yeah. Will you buy me two packs of cards? Like, I was always trying to negotiate my way up, you know. Uh, Bundle deal, right? Maybe two packs for one slide. But uh, (laughs) uh, I've been collecting cards at one level or another, off and on. Like a lot of you, I took a hiatus of maybe 20 years or so. uh, But I never stopped being a sports fan. And and, uh, I want this podcast to be a positive voice for you in the hobby wherever you are at you know if you're an nba fan and you're like man uh i'm enjoying what i see this season you hopefully your team is doing well but there's a lot of teams that are kind of on the struggle bus you know lakers the clippers i'm not i'm not really sure you know what the west is gonna be like you've got you've got phoenix who man if they haven't been the regular season champions the last few years but they can't seem to win big games, and they uh, they lost two to Zion Williamson and the Pelicans. This is a—I want to focus on the Pelicans briefly today and kind of segue into Zion. As as a basketball and NBA fan, what the Pelicans are doing, uh, they're first place in the West right now. They had two huge wins over the Suns in the last week. They have a, a number of players that are so fun to watch. Uh, that that when the the Pelicans are in town, in fact, a year ago, almost a year ago, when I was uh, looking at the Cavaliers schedule, I live near Cleveland, we are in Ohio, and so I'm thinking, man, I would love to go see a a number of teams. If I'm going to watch the Cavaliers, and by the way, this is before they had Donovan Mitchell, before they had Karis Levert, before we knew how good Darius Garland might be or might not be, and before Jared Allen was an all-star. Like, I didn't know if the Cavs would be that good. So I was looking at, you know, what other teams would I want to see come into town and play against the Cavs. And get this, the Pelicans were near the top of my list. So I made sure to get Cavs Pelicans tickets, partially for Zion Williamson. But I also knew, you know, NBA fans, we know who Brandon Ingram is. We know what other players they have around Zion, B.I., and, you know, all that to say, this season, in fact, even just the last two or three weeks, it looks like the Pelicans are putting it together. Some of these young guys realizing their potential, and one of the big highlights was Zion doing a reverse windmill dunk, you know, with two seconds left in a in a game that already seemed over, and the the Phoenix Suns started crying about it, you know, and um, and I I understand the sportsmanship conversation, but I don't I don't know that the sportsmanship conversation needs to come from uh a team that that has what Chris Paul does to other players on you have seen probably you have seen him a lot of pictures and videos slowed down over the last uh few days of things that Chris Paul has done to other guys on the court so i don't i don't know if like uh, here's here's where i'm getting at as a collector as an investor as an nba fan the rise of the pelicans the 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 flight of the pelicans if I were to name this this episode something Pelican y, that would that would maybe that would be it. The the ascent of the Pelicans, the migration south of the Pelicans, I don't know. We've been anticipating, we fans, we collectors, we investors have been waiting for Zion and the Pelicans to to fulfill their potential or to to look like they could for quite some time now. And and I will say this as we sit here December twelfth. It looks like it's going to happen. I'm not making any predictions about how far they'll go in the playoffs. What I am saying is they are first in the West after about eight weeks into this season. And they have not had their full lineup healthy. They have not had Brandon Ingram, Zion, and CJ McCollum for every game. They haven't had the best version of uh, some of their their bench players and and young players like Alvarado and Trey Murphy the third and uh, Herb Jones they they just haven't had everybody healthy and clicking in all cylinders but they're still in first place and those two wins over the Suns Zion Williamson had 35 points a game 35 a game and uh, this past week I was at a card show looking at sports cards, looking through basketball card boxes. I did hit up a couple of dollar boxes. I got some deals. In fact, some very cheap budget deals that if you're looking at, hey, you've just got a few dollars to spend or you're on a $10, you know, your parents only let you take 10 bucks to a card show. I don't know where you're at budget-wise, but it seems like if you have access to a computer, a computer, look at that computer, you can find a uh, basketball cards right now at all different prices lower than they have been in a while but one of the things that that has been true or on point this season has been hey if a player starts to take his game to the next level and his team looks like they're contending and uh, what else am I saying he's putting up huge numbers uh then that player's cards This season, we've seen several guys that have gone on. I need to call like a surge or a pop or a a short-term increase in their card values. You know, if you had to say that the way the season has gone, the first one, Laurie Markkinen, the way the Utah Jazz started off eight and two, and Laurie Markkinen cards went up like crazy. Like, check out Market Movers. Go to MarketMoversApp.com or go to SportsCardInvestor.com. You can use our hoops and cards promo there to get uh, the first month of whatever level of service for a dollar i love it i use the market movers app um guys i you know there's some things that sports card investor does that i think are just awesome and uh but like anybody we won't always agree on everything all i know is it helps me see what the cards have done in the last 30 or 90 days and i look at uh laurie market and the way he started the season i look at shea gilgis alexander the what the what he did in November. The what? What he did in November. Look at the what the, the Shea did in the November. He was so it's just incredible. I uh, putting his name in the MVP conversation. There are other guys that just had fantastic Novembers. Jason Tatum, of course. No surprise there. Benedict Matherin from the Pacers got rookie of the month. But a guy who's I'm gonna I'm gonna call out two guys who have um some sort of a November, December surge that I've been paying close attention to. I thought we would see a big surge by now from, from Desmond Bain and Tyrese Maxey. Those guys have been hurt. Hopefully they come back sooner. I've seen Jaron Jackson play very well. That's impressive. I've seen, we've all seen Tyrese Halliburton take a next step. And the reason people would say that guy's an all star are not because of his 20 points a game. They're probably because of his 12 assists a game and the way the Pacers are are, uh, young up-and-comers. But the the two guys I would look at, one I'll just get out of the way real quick um, before we go to the break, and then the second one I'll talk about a lot after the break. The first guy is Anthony Simons. Absolutely shining, seizing his moment as a full-time starter in Portland, scoring 25 a game for the last three, four weeks. Certainly he does better when they need him to. So like when Damian Lillard is out, you'll see him run the offense through Simons a lot. Now he's had one or two hiccups, like the game I went and saw. It figures, right? The game I go to, to see Anthony Simons against the Cavaliers, he gets like three points in the first half. And I kept joking, like, hey, he's just saving it for the fourth quarter. He said, well, he did have an awesome fourth quarter. Um, but Anthony Simons' cards, the thing is, certain cards go up and certain cards don't. It's the same way with any player market. And I want to focus on this this next guy that is fulfilling, starting to fulfill his potential. It's Zion. It's Zion Williamson. And I have this this uh question for you, this this theory even. Three years ago, when Zion was a rookie and His rookie cards hit the market. They hit the retail prism. They hit the eBay market. Zion Williamson cards just skyrocketed. And that rookie class with Zion and Ja brought a new just wave of energy, buyers, interest, anticipation, because he was the the most celebrated rookie to come into the league since LeBron James. Like, for real zion williamson cards were hot i mean i remember when the zion williamson base rookie prism was the iconic card on the planet and the most graded card in years sent to psa it's probably zion's fault for the backlog of grading submissions to everywhere zion and ja zion and ja well zion was awesome second half of his rookie year and early in his second year, then injured and out for a long time. And then there was, he tried to come back and hurt himself again. And like, okay, is this big man with foot problems? Like we've seen this movie before. What is Zion Williamson? And even going into this season, you'll hear podcasts where I talked about him and I said, you know what? Um, If the guy stays healthy, he's going to be big news. He's going to, here's my question. Three years ago, so the winter of 20, yeah, 1920, the the release, the drops of all the new cards of Zion and Ja were just, how can I say this? Irresistible to collectors and investors. It was irresistible. So people were buying, grading, celebrating, flexing their cards on Instagram. Like they were, they, it was all about Zion and Ja. And gradually, I shouldn't even say gradually, rapidly, the whole sports card market followed their hype and their excitement into the pandemic that shut the world down. And there were all these other forces getting us to focus on cards. But let me say this. It's strange to say, what if for sports cards or just basketball cards, what if we're here again? And Zion's name is now starting to be mentioned in the MVP category and Ja Morant is the most exciting attraction the way he plays the the dominant performances that he has. What if Zion and Ja are the two guys to carry the hobby through this difficult cold down market and into some pretty awesome things ahead. What if Zion and Ja <laughs> and, and interesting. Their their prices are decent right now. You could say, well, everybody's prices are decent. Like, I just I just want money. Like, t- true, true. But I'm starting to see Zion, that, that downward curve that's been going on for two years with his card prices, I'm starting to see it not only stabilize, but curve back up. And if you look at his sales per week or sales per month, he's still a very popular, very, I'm not going to say liquid. I'm going to say very transactable. Very easy to find, lots of people have them, very popular card. And there will start to be a wave of people that are like, man, what if he's the MVP? What if they go on and contend for a championship? What if they have a tremendous big three with Ingram, McCollum, and Zion Williamson? What if all those young players that David Griffin, former Cavaliers general manager, like Alvarado, Murphy, Herb Jones, all the guys I've mentioned, Jonas Valanciunas, Jackson Hayes. um, I could name a few others, but I think you understand my point. If those people, especially the the generalists, the guys that uh, the the men and women who collect all different sports cards, hey, they're gonna come around in January and February, and they're gonna be like, wait, wait, Zion's an all star. Pelicans are in; they're, they're actual contenders. Like the the stuff's gonna start to hit the general sports card people in a few weeks but if you're an nba focus if you're a, a basketball collector and investor zion's doing it right now the pelicans are arriving right now david griffin the gm of the pelicans the, this was the season anyway that they had targeted look we're getting cj mccollum look we're getting Jonas Valanciunas. we're not waiting till zion's 30 to try to contend like we want to win now and they want to keep this guy they may have mu- more moves up their sleeves I don't know how many sleeves David Griffin has, but they may have more moves to add pieces to a team that's already first in the West. And as a card investor collector, that sounds like good news. The Pelicans. In a moment, I want to talk to you about Zion's market, but let's take a quick break so I can rest my voice as a record offsite. Wizards? What kind of name is that anyway? For a basketball team? The Wizards? What are they? Like magicians in hoods? (laughs) Alright, so let's talk for a few minutes about Zion Williamson. And uh, some other big news in the hobby. We've got Mosaic Fast Break coming out later this week. We've got Contenders Optic. You'll see some nice-looking autos and things. But I, I usually, just just to remind you, we avoid new releases. Unless you want to do an occasional break, which a break is when you go in and uh, you buy a team out of a brand-new hobby box. Somebody's doing an online break that you can watch maybe on YouTube or on whatnot or what their, you know their streaming channel is. But they do a break, and you can you can I mean usually pretty affordably uh, get in and buy a team on a hobby box where there's going to be some numbered cards, a chance at an autograph card, some patches, relics, that kind of stuff. Um, that's that's fun. I think it's it's a good thing to do just so you know what that experience is like. But uh, in general, I don't recommend, and I don't personally go out of my way to buy new products. I wait until. Those cards have been out for six, eight, ten weeks, and I start to see singles of those cards at shows or online on eBay at reasonable prices. Like, man, uh, those first edition of, you know, Cade Cunningham or Jalen Green or Evan Mobley, those were extremely expensive in all of the brands that have released so far for that rookie class. So Prism, Hoops, Donruss, Court Kings, all those things uh, select and, uh, you know, each, each of those debuted with excitement because people want the new product. They pay, they race to get it. I, and now they're like, those cards are worth a fraction of what they paid for them. I, I just don't see the rush. Um, and I mentioned Cade Cunningham. I just We just found out that he's out for the entire season. That is a real bummer if you are Detroit. I don't think they had intentions of tanking to try to get Victor. I think they, uh, they have a collection of young talent and added uh, Boyan Bogdanovich to that group. And uh, then you've got Jaden and Ivey and Killian Hayes and Marvin Bagley, Isaiah Stewart. Uh, they've got a lot of good, you know, growing young players. And uh, so that's, that's a real bummer. Um, as far as is it, a, is it a chance to invest in Cade Cunningham? Maybe. Maybe. I would just say not yet. Uh, and, and people will be forgetting about him. They'll be dumping his cards over the next few months. Um, so there may be buying opportunities for those of us that do believe he is a franchise cornerstone moving forward and a perennial all-star for the Pistons. I, I believe that. And I know a lot of us do as well. Um, so yeah, those new products coming out. Hey, I, I sometimes will go on YouTube and I'll watch somebody else do a, a unboxing or a, an, an opening and a review of that product just so I know what's there. And sometimes for my personal collection, I like specific cards or players in these sets, and and you know, when Mosaic and Contenders Optic have been out for a while, you can just trust. Gary, yours truly, we'll be looking for the Darius Garland, the Tyrese Maxey, the LeBron James, maybe even the Chris Middleton. Hey, uh, shout out to Andy, by the way. One of our listeners just decided to send me a bunch of cards, a couple of Evan Mobleys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and for the Chris Middleton, love it, love it. So, Thanks to all of our listeners, by the way. You guys rock. Uh I, if I haven't said it enough in this episode, please send me a message. Let me know where you're listening from at hoops and cards on Instagram. Or you can email me, Gary at hoopsandcards.com. I appreciate too that a lot of you have messaged me to let me know, hey, uh, did you know there's like a ten to thirteen minute window of silence in your last four episodes? And I'm like, yeah. That's really that's really frustrating. It seems to only be happening on Apple Podcasts. So today I tried to do a couple of things differently and maybe that that window of silence won't happen at all or maybe it's at the very end after you've got to hear all the the good treats that were all the wisdom the knowledge that we're dropping on you right now. I don't know if it's all that much but but yeah, I uh thank you for letting me know. Love hearing from our community whether you're listening in uh Australia, Germany, Poland, I counted this week, there's over 70 countries that, that we've had listeners from, and thank you John for crossing over the border into another one of those this past, this past week, he let me know. Uh, John is one of the members of our Discord community where we interact and share ideas and where you can find others who are just experts on certain players or certain aspects of the hobby, so if you want to join the Discord, that's, that's free, guys, that is, that is no sweat, um, just let me know at hoops and cards on Instagram and I will get you the Discord link. Uh we usually try to keep it positive there. And uh and I did I did put something in the uh in the title today about staying positive. Uh we need those positive voices of encouragement, those positive reminders, hey, this is where I see an opportunity or this is where I've made money. Like uh our last episode about five ways to to invest and make money in a down market. Uh I have four groups at PSA right now that I am checking daily to see them move across, and can't wait to see what grades that I get. But uh, share your wins, share your good stories, your good deals, share the excitement of getting a a great card uh, that maybe it's finally affordable for you to buy, because there's a little bit of a a bargain shopping right now. Uh, But I do think things are going to change early in 2023, after the Christmas Day games. Are you going to watch any of those I think it's five or six games throughout the day, NBA marquee matchups. They're also doing a big deal with Martin Luther King Day, and we're trying to decide if we're going to go to that or not. It seems like it always snows like big time here on Martin Luther King Day, and um, I wind up being glad that I have sold some of my tickets in January and February to Cleveland Cavaliers games because the weather outside is frightful. And uh, yeah, an hour drive on a a sheet of ice up I-77. Not a fan, not a fan. But what I am a fan of is buying opportunities. And I think think this episode is appropriately titled about Zion Williamson. I would encourage you, whether it's market movers or you go to eBay and you want to search the iconic Zion Williamson rookie card, the 2019 Prism, card number 248. Look at what a PSA 10 base has sold for and how it's gone down uh, over the last year. As, you know, Zion was out and the market was down and Zion's back and then he's not. And, well, the last two or three weeks, there's a little bit of an uptick. And uh, assuming he stays healthy, we know what assuming does, but assuming he stays healthy, I believe. I don't know if Zion and Jai are going to carry the hobby back to new, you know, a, a rebound, you know, as far as the market goes. But I do think Zion Williamson is an all-star. I think Zion Williamson is an MVP candidate and I believe Zion Williamson will stay healthy the rest of this season. I think it's going to be fun to watch the Pelicans, but here's the cards I would be looking at. Uh like with any of these opportunities, raw, centered, good-looking cards. Optic, Blue Velocity, Optic Hollows, affordable uh listings of parallel cards. Silver Prisms are super expensive still. But you might want to price check on what a PSA 9 or a PSA 10 sells for and say, you know, it might be worth to grade it if there's a chance I could get a 10 and look very carefully at that card. But any Zion autograph cards, you guys, uh, just as a a bevy, a whole slew of, of hobby investors and collectors will be coming back to basketball after the pro football playoffs and after the World Cup is over. And Mbappe scores another 46 goals. That that guy, I'm just saying, um, after everybody comes back, or as they come back, Zion, Zion, Zion could be the headline. It's looking like it's not going to be Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi. It's looking like Sheikil just Alexander's good. Yeah, we got it. Okay, he's an all-star. He'll continue to do good things. Uh, Tatum, love him. Giannis, love him. But there is a rebound potential. In fact, if as I noticed on market movers, there were more sells, more buys, of Zion's rookie card than any of the other six rookies I was looking at. So Luca, Trey, Ja, you know the, the Tatum. I was looking at the best, the most popular rookies and their their charts for the last year and a half, two years, and all that to say, not only does Zion have the most room to rebound, the game. The ability, the opportunity in front of him to make the All-Star team, be an MVP candidate, take the Pelicans into the playoffs. He may not even be leading that team. It might be Brandon Ingram, right, and CJ McCollum. They do have a big three. That's what's going to be fascinating, you guys. Uh, assuming he stays healthy, you decide if you want to take the risk. I would say, I'm looking at it. I'm thinking about it. I almost made a trade Saturday for an Optic Blue Velocity PSA 10 or almost just shelled out the cash, rain. I almost did it. I almost did it right there. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to be telling people if, if Zion has another game or two, like 35 in a big playoff setting and knocking off the Suns, and then he just did it. <laughs> like, oh, crap. Zion Williamson is for real. So Zion Williamson, you guys, I think the question now as we look ahead these next few weeks, you know, the 12 days of Christmas, whatever it is, we're looking at the next two weeks leading up to some big NBA stuff. Uh, who are the players that, that could shine and surprise people next? You know, Detroit, is someone going to step in and fill the scoring load with Cade Cunningham out? A lot of people might think Jaden Ivy. I think Sadiq Bay. Some of you budget investors are going, yeah, but Killian Hayes. And I'm like, yeah, but maybe. Maybe that's a low-budget bu- low flip. What about Bull Bull over in Orlando? That guy is starting, getting more minutes, looking better by the week. Uh, yeah, lots of guys seizing the opportunities right in front of them and becoming better and better at basketball. The guys in my watch list, uh, I I can't wait. Desmond, Tyrese, get back, guys, get back. We need you all to get healthy. We the 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 league is better. Do you see what a healthy Damian Lillard does for the Blazers? I mean, he just went off the other night, and notice how Anthony Simons still had thirty one alongside him. There are a lot of fun, young teams, upstart teams. I, I like the Pacers, you know, for you low-budget adv- investors, a team that they could make some moves or they could just stand pat with Miles Bridges, Buddy Heald, Tyrese Halliburton, and uh, uh, an assortment of other pieces that can do different things. Jalen Smith is an impressive budget flip, if you ask me. And you didn't. You didn't ask me. You're like, I don't care what you think, Gary. I'm just listening to this podcast to, to, you know, pass the time while I'm like, driving to Paducah, Kentucky. Like I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why you're listening to me. What what is wrong with you people? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am so happy that you're listening. And uh I you know, I, I sit and think about uh you know, hey, we have this fun tribe of of uh Men and women, like boys and girls around the world, we've got like hundreds of listeners to every episode right now. I love it when people refer. That's the best thing, guys. Word of mouth. Because you have friends that collect basketball cards only, we're still pretty much the only basketball card only podcast out there. I'm, I'm like, okay, we're doing it twice a week, maybe three times. You know, if, uh, if the mood strikes me, we'll do a Saturday episode again. But uh, seriously... Recommend, refer, send the love, spread the good news. Uh, the NBA season is about to take center stage. So think forward and, and guard your thoughts. Guard, guard your perspectives. I, uh, you know, I this past week was at a card show and um, did jump in on some dollar box and some $5 box deals. The, the two guys I want to mention to you that I, that I found just sweet deals on One is Jose Alvarado. Uh, You know, talk all day about the Pelicans and Zion, but Jose Alvarado. That dude, it was an autograph card that I had in in my watch list, right? I made an offer on it. Apparently I insulted the eBay seller because he just declined it straight out. And then I bought it for cheaper in person at a show and I'm sending it to PSA. Jose Alvarado, Optic Signatures, Rookie Signatures, good stuff. Uh, that's a guy who had 38 points. The, the thing that strikes me about the NBA is anybody can just go off at any time. There's a lot of talent in the NBA. But we want to look at guys who do it on a consistent or semi-consistent basis. And so that's where, you know, right now I think the Spurs have the worst record in the NBA. So I'm not I'm not saying buy any Spurs for a quick buck. What I am saying is what if they do land Victor Wembinyama? I love that name. Wembinyama. Love it. It's it's just intimidating. Um I actually trembled as they say it. Wembanyama. You know, Wembenyama. Um Victor, dude, if, if the Spurs tank for Victor, or they they don't even need to. They're just they're just relatively thin. They still have two scorers. You've heard me talk a lot about Keldon Johnson if you listen to this show for any amount of months. I like Keldon Johnson, and I cannot lie. But Devin Vassell, that dude is still in dollar boxes and two dollar boxes, and man, dude, Chris, my guy at the show, he had an autographed rookie PSA 10 of Devin Vassell and had it appropriately priced, and I was like, see? You can go to some of these dealers and see the cards they're starting to put away, the cards they're starting to put under the glass, you know, and and, uh, I can tell how up to speed a dealer is by what players he's holding back and what players aren't in his dollar box right now. And uh, I went from table to table during the first half hour that I was there, going, Anybody got any Desmond Bain? No. Anybody got any Anthony Simons? No. One guy was like, Desmond Bain? I'm not putting his cards out right now. Why would I sell those for a loss? It's Desmond Bain. And I'm like, Exactly, dude. I wore my hoops and cards sweatshirt so we could celebrate. And actually, I got a new edition of one. Um, we're going to have some swag coming out. I just want to tease that a little bit. Some of our hoops and cards uh nation or universe out there. Uh some of us we love the opportunity to represent and uh so I've got I've got some swag coming out. We've got some opportunities to uh I think it would be great to give out as prizes as well, but uh but yeah, seriously, at the show, I'm asking around and there are names that you just don't see much of. Y- you don't see a whole lot of rookies uh, nice, card like there was there was all those you know those cheap Chronicles rookies of ten different guys. But if you're looking for a a, a Jason Tatum PSA ten rookie card, those were uh, few and far between. I love that we can buy and sell online. I love that we have our Discord. I love that eBay. I just won, by the way. I just won an auction because one of the things about uh, this past week at the card show was I wound up making four trades with four different dealers. I was like the um, Trader Jack, really, of the uh, Tozy's card show. There's probably other people that made more trades than me. I just felt like it would be funny to call myself Trader Jack because that's my dad's name, so get over it. No, I'm just kidding. I, um, actually, it is my dad's name. I wasn't kidding about that. I, I went ahead and uh, made a bunch of trades, and then I realized in one trade, I'm like, oh crap, I don't want to give up that card in this deal, but look at the card I'm getting. So I'm like, all right, I'll give up that card. But I'm gonna I'm gonna make a point to go on eBay this week and buy that card back. So so here's the card I just won on an eBay auction. It is the 2020-21 National Treasures number 43, Darius Garland, out of 99. Just his base card. You know, it's his it's his second year. But uh, I'm I'm glad I I'm glad I saw the card at the show. I made a trade to get it, and then I traded it in another deal. And like, crap, I don't want to get rid of that card, but he's um you know we're putting together a package deal for a better card for me that better card was the PSA 10 Ja Morant base prism um you know not rocket science like not the craziest rare card like that's a that is probably the most popular Ja Morant rookie card but I just I just have have had it on my checklist man I got to get one of those in a 10 I think Ja Morant is the bomb And I want one of those iconic looking, you know, where he's doing the crossover and he's looking at you like, what are you going to do about it? I'm on this card. You're sitting there watching, you know, hoping I grade as a 10. Like, I like that card. That was on my list. So I was glad to include Garland in that deal. But then I'm like, I got to buy another one. I love that the market's global. You guys, at any moment, you can go on one of 10 websites and search, excuse me, by player, by card, by number, and even see photos of all angles of that card to decide, yeah, yeah, I'll bid on that. Uh, for some of you, you're like, dude, you should be talking about auctions more on eBay. Like, I don't know if you've noticed the difference in sales prices on the auctions that that end at weird hours of the day, wherever you're at. I guess we would say that the weird hours, according to what's what's New York City time, uh, because a lot of those listings are uh, made in the USA or there's people selling here. But depending on where you're at, right, there's... Um, there's there's sometimes it's just everybody's buying and selling cards on eBay on Saturday evening and Sunday evening. Why? Because there's a lot of sports and people are off work and they're home and they're they're watching ball games. You know, they're watching. But uh, uh, buy it now as you can buy anytime and people sellers set their high prices. Now, when there's an auction that's going to end at a weird time, say Tuesday afternoon, right after lunch, you know, Tuesday at 2 p.m. or Thursday at 9.30 in the morning. Hashtag, if you're a seller, don't list an auction that'll end on one of these weird times when nobody's there to bid because usually you get more bidders in that last hour or two before the auction closes. This has turned into an eBay episode. You're welcome. I was able to pick up that Darius Garland card here on a Tuesday at 10 p.m. I'm happy with it. We're happy. We're staying positive. Get cards you like. Invest in players that are playing well. And that you don't mind holding for a while. Like, like say I go out and I buy the Zion Williamson Optic Blue Velocity card. That's it, this is a totally legit scenario that could happen in the next 28 minutes. I could go buy a Zion card, be happy with it, send it to PSA, or be glad it's already graded. Look at that. Uh, and then tomorrow night, Zion could, you know, enter protocols. <laughs> like he could get COVID, or he could be, he could tear his ACL, or he could, you know, I don't know. You know, go out with Kyrie Irving and all of a sudden chaos ensues. You know, I don't know what's going to happen with Zion's future. I'm not, what am I, some prophet? I'm just a podcaster. I'm just a podcast from Akron, people. But I would buy Zion cards for two reasons. One, there is that possibility that he stays healthy and the All-Star game and the playoffs are flipping times. Time to to resell the good deal I negotiated in 28 minutes. Resell at at whatever profit I feel like trying to go for, right? Uh, I think Zion cards are on their way back up. Not all the way back up, people. Don't hear me say, it's the rebound of Zion. No, I'm just saying, he's he's got some upside here. And uh, the NBA fans see it, you card podcast listeners. But I'm buying Zion also because, hey, long term, this guy is looking like everything they thought he would be. And maybe part of the story will be he's injury prone as a big man the first few years of his career. Same with Joel Embiid, right? He wouldn't be the first big man to get injured once in a while and have teams go, man, I don't know how long we can wait for this guy. Well, as long as you need to wait. I mean, the Sixers are glad they stuck it out with Joel Embiid. They have the best center in the game, not named Jokic. Boom. And with that, guys, I'm going to leave you uh, but I'll be back on Thursday. Again, message me, give me some shout-outs. Tell me what you think of Zion. Are you buying or not? Uh, Are you waiting? Part of me is buying because I know other people will be buying in the next two, three, four, five, six weeks, and Zion's an all-star, and yay, he's arrived, and maybe it's just a one-month wonder, but it feels feels good to me. Feels good. Feels good. See ya. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here?